Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Talk show on this Monday afternoon, January 25th, currently 70 degrees, glad to have you guys on board, wherever you are and however you may be, we appreciate you listening, right here in Orlando, Florida, let's get to on the program today, AFC and NFC title game recap, Patriots Broncos, Panthers Cardinals, NBA headlines, NFL headlines, Royal Rumble recap. All this on the Kenford Abrams Sports Talk Show. Live call-ins at 661-449-9904. Email us at kbsquare.gmail.com. Follow us up on Twitter at KDOA79. Also on iTunes, go to search. Type in the Kenford Abrams Sports Talk Show. Google at KABRAM79. Pinterest. And also Tumblr as well. Hope you guys had a great weekend. You guys are up in New York. Hope you guys are okay. Go to work. Not that much snow. Shoveling out. Interesting weekend. Super Bowl 50 is set. Broncos versus Panthers. Who saw that coming, right? A lot of people picked the Panthers, but a lot of people had the Patriots. And I said this in my Facebook post. Scary, scary thing when everybody in America picks one team. And lo and behold, Peyton Manning and company got it done. K 
Cam's offense, scary, scary good. Cam says he's doing what a lot of people said he couldn't do. Offensive line, great. You know, Josh Norman, Luke Keekly, great. Luke Keekly, first player to ever return picks for a touchdown in back-to-back postseason games. Carson Palmer, I said he was suspect. A lot of people doubted me, big fan of his, doubted me. Uh, four picks, two fumbles, ties for the most turnovers in postseason play, tied with Jake Delhomme. Panthers, oh, by the way, are favored by four, which is obviously will go up or down by kickoff come February 7th, Sunday in Santa Clara, Levi Stadium. So now we're going to be hearing Peyton Manning being 39, right? Cam Newton was nine years old when Peyton Manning made his NFL debut in September 1998. So we're going to talk how old Peyton Manning is for the next two weeks, 39 years old. Old in sporting age, not old in old regular age. Like I said, Carson Palmer, suspect. Brady and the Pats seemed sluggish from the get-go. And I was at the Royal Rumble last night, Amway, so first quarter, I'm looking at Jimmy, I'm like, what's the score in that game? He goes 17 nothing. I'm like, I made a right decision to come out here in Orlando. Because I've been very ticked off watching a game that wasn't that good. First game was great. Second game, eh, head scratcher. And I said, my Facebook post, Carson Palmer needed to be great. He needed to be mistake-free to give the Cardinals a chance. And what did he do? Put up another stinker yesterday. The worst opportune time. Welcome back to the program, Dave. Super Bowl 50 is set. I see your uh, your little... By the way, Dave has these little things. He'll go... His uh, Skype name will be different name every time we do a show. So this one has <laughs> R.I.P. Peyton to the left. I'm like, oh boy, he's at it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, thoughts on your weekend? Super Bowl 50 is set. Thoughts on yesterday's games? Uh, yeah, interesting games. Uh, definitely not what I expected with the uh, Broncos Patriots. Definitely what I expected out of the Panthers. I think Super Bowl 50 is set and over. I think we could just give give the trophy and save ourselves two weeks of uh, talking on ESPN and nonsense that uh, you know we don't need to talk about. Like you said, Peyton's age and all this uh, other nonsense that goes with uh, two weeks waiting for the big game. Uh, I just, man, the Broncos beat up on a very bad Patriots team. That Patriots team looked super suspect yesterday. That offensive line was atrocious. They could not block anybody. And uh, it was just scary. They were getting pass rush with three guys, dropping eight. Uh, Brady had nowhere to throw and had no time. And that offensive line was a joke, an absolute joke, and definitely the reason they lost that game. Uh, Broncos, eh, their defense won the game. Like I said, if the only way they're going to win that game is if the defense does it. And lo and behold, they uh, win that game because uh, th- that offense didn't really move the ball too much. I mean, against a weak Patriots defense, only putting up 20 points, uh, 14 of those points were early in the game too. So that whole second half, uh, their offense was stagnant. And uh, they're going against that Carolina defense. It's not looking good for Peyton. Um, this looks like um, – Definitely uh, two years ago against Seattle. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone wants him his swan song. He wants to go out on top. Uh, careful what you wish for because uh, he's going to go out uh, with a, a beatdown. I just don't see them. There's no way they're going to beat the Car- uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers. I just just don't see it. And uh, Carson Palmer yesterday, I, I, I think uh, maybe Brian Hoyer snuck in there because that was a joke. I thought Brian Hoyer had the worst performance in playoff history. And Carson Palmer comes in and uh, takes that over in a way bigger game, too. I mean, 
Yeah. You're, you're one game away from the big one. And uh, t- for six turnovers, I mean, it was just interception after interception. He destroyed his team. Any momentum they had, he killed it single-handedly. And uh, it was just sad. It's sad that there's 52 other guys on that team. And, and, you know, to get that far, they worked their butts off to get there. And for that one player just to let you down like that, it's just it's, – it's inexcusable. I mean, you know, two, two interceptions, fine. But four interceptions, two fumbles lost, mm. that's, that's a joke, man. That's a joke. And, yeah, you're right about Carson. But, uh, I mean, that's – I don't even think suspect is the word in that situation. Uh, that's just – that's the worst performance I've ever seen any quarterback have ever in a big game. Yeah, it's pretty so, bad. Tying yeah. Jake DeLome is pretty bad. I think he might have hurt too, Dave. I, I was, we were talking about his finger last week on the gripping of the football. And he's just like, I don't know. Like, I was telling Doug, and he doesn't want to believe me. I, I guess now he does. But I was telling him, look, I was watching the game. You were at work. You weren't watching the game. I watched every single play. And and, and this guy just seemed like, like his QB vision. I was saying, like, he doesn't seem like he's reading the coverage as well. Like, this guy's throwing a double coverage. It's just yeah. like you, how, how what are you what are you seeing that we're not seeing? If we could see it at home sitting down, you have the best view. And it's not like he's you know what I mean. He missed a lot of throws, guys wide open, just throwing at their feet, throwing over their heads. And maybe he's hurt, and they're just not telling us. I guarantee that something's going to come out in a couple of weeks here about his finger throwing arm. Yeah, I mean it could be injury. Uh, you never know, but injury doesn't hurt your vision. You guys play hard all the time. Yeah, exactly. You know, your right. vision, he's throwing into double coverage, uh, whether his finger is hurt or not, you, you still don't make that decision. So uh, I think it could be a mixture of both. Maybe uh, he did miss a, a few passes yesterday. Uh, he did have a lot of, uh, I think it's two big drops by Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, he didn't come to play either. So, I mean, you can't really just say Carson Palmer was the only one. He was the worst, but, uh, very disappointed in Larry Fitzgerald's performance. You would think he would come out on fire, you know, one game away from the uh, from the title game there, and uh, he uh, he laid an egg as well. So I mean, it could be injury, but like I said, injury does not affect um, where you're going to throw the ball and those decisions to throw into double coverage and not reading the coverage and uh, basically uh, having Luke Keekley as one of your receivers, one of your best receivers. Um, it, it was a joke. It was. <laughs> I just, I just can't believe uh, what I was watching yesterday. I mean, I was I was loving it because I'm I'm definitely pro Carolina, but um, yeah. it's sad to see that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, to, it's it's funny, you know, to go out that way, have such a great season. The Cardinals had a great season, and to go yeah. out that way, I mean, it's it's sad, definitely sad. Yeah, it's um it's interesting too. This, Talk about the Pats here real quick too. I mean, the Pats to me look sluggish all day, man. Brady's missing a lot of throws. Offensive line beat up. I mean, the Marcus Ware, Von Miller, they were great pass rushers yesterday. I mean, they had Rayleigh, Brady running around all day. And let me talk about this before too. You to beat Brady, you gotta pressure him. Make him feel your presence every all day, all day long. And they hit Brady twenty three times Sunday, far most Brady's been hitting any game this season. Um, Von Miller, first player to sack Brady and pick him off, too. So, Von Miller, great game. DeMarcus Ware, great game. That Broncos defense, something else. We always talk about Peyton Manning and his great offensive teams, but now this guy has a defense, finally. I mean, it took him like 20 years to get a defense, and, man, the Denver Broncos defense, they had Tom Brady looking like one of those uh, Mike Tyson fights, every, his opponents, every time he was on ground. Couldn't get up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the key, keep uh, Brady on the ground. And that's what they did 23 times. They had four sacks on him. A uh, couple of interceptions, just making him uh, throw the ball too quick. Uh, he felt that pressure all game. That offensive line did nothing to protect him. And um, 
they're definitely going to have to look at that in the off season to, to solidify that offensive line. Cause that wasn't, it was a joke. I mean, he literally had like less than a second or two to throw that ball or else he would get hit again and again and again. It was play after play. And uh, that's why the offense couldn't get going. Uh, there was no run game, absolutely no run game. So that helped uh, the Broncos get their uh, pass rush off. And uh, I mean, dropping eight, eight back rushing with three guys, what do you, <laughs> where are you going to throw the ball? Right. I mean, that, that Broncos defense, they have super, super bowl caliber defense. I just think, uh, Carolina is more suited to uh, protect Cam. They have the run game. They have the offensive line, uh, right. and just more of a mobile quarterback. A and, guy and that can you're run. not going right. to beat up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're going to be chasing him. He's just as fast as you, and he's way bigger than Von Miller. So right. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be a different story. Uh, Tommy Boy blamed himself for not being able to read Denver's pass rush in Sunday's ball. Two and three versus Peyton. He's 20 and four in the playoff games against any other starting quarterback. So it's safe to say that the Manning brothers own Tom Brady? No, definitely not. That was not Peyton Manning last night that won that game. That was definitely Denver's defense. Everyone's saying, oh, yeah, Manning, Manning, Manning. No, he did not have anything to do with that win. He's an Alex Smith now. He's a game manager. He did what he had mm-hmm. to do, and that defense completely defense. shut out that offense. It was yeah. all defense. I, I don't want to hear anything about Manning owning Tom Brady. No way. That defense was lights out, and they're not getting the credit they deserve. I mean, I'm, I'm watching TV all day today, and nothing. I, I barely hear anything about the defense. It's all Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. And that's you know what it is. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's, yeah, it's that's ridiculous. I, don't like that's, I, mean, it's, it's I just ridiculous. don't like the guy just because of that. I mean, I guess it's not his fault, but the media coverage of this guy is a joke. I'm like, he did oh, nothing yesterday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's going to be throwing ducks in the Super Bowl. We're going to be talking well, first about that. Half, oh, first half. First half, they were good, really good. The second half, eh, kind of went back yeah, to the, being The first half, it wasn't even – I wouldn't even necessarily say good. That defense, there was blown coverage. Like three out of, three out of uh, four plays, there was blown coverage, and that allowed me, two well, touchdowns. Tell me why they have Collins getting beat by Owen, by Owen Daniels on both plays. Yeah. I mean, that's dude, that's the matchup you would want, right? But why is Collins yeah. like uh, – Baiting, like, I don't understand. Like, I getting beat bad by Owen yeah. Daniels, and left for dead. No safety help, no safety help yeah. over Nobody. the top at all. It was, it was right. bad. And uh, I mean, that's that's how they scored on that. Uh, the running game didn't really do too much there. Uh, Patriots were on top of that, but yeah, it, it was Broncos defense. They were the MVP of that game. They're the reason they're going to the Super Bowl. They're the reason they're even at this point. Um, without that defense, they wouldn't even have made the playoffs. So, so um, you also have to remember that Brock Osweiler also beat the Patriots during the year, if you uh, recall. Well, thanks so, to Brock Osweiler um, yeah. and and, uh, and the Miami Dolphins, right? They got the, you know Denver was able to get the home field advantage. That was huge, right? Brock Osweiler, yeah, yeah. big up to him and and big up to the Miami Dolphins for getting Denver this home field advantage. Because I think I was telling Jimmy this morning, if this game was in Foxborough, uh, it's lights out. Brady's not losing in Foxborough. Um. I, I mean, I don't know if home field advantage was that big of a deal, just weather the way they were playing. That, yeah. It's a big factor, but I mean, also the weather, maybe, maybe it was worse. Maybe, you know, we had that snow on the East coast, yep, but yep, yep. I, I, the way that offensive line played, it didn't matter where that they played that game. They were going to get destroyed. That defense was just owning them uh, from start to finish. And there's no way they couldn't block anybody. They could not block a soul. And I mean, even when they had five guys, Block it, trying to block three guys. They could not get it done. And I, I, maybe home field might have helped a little bit, maybe for the uh, psyche, maybe uh, getting them more amped up, uh, feeling mm-hmm. safer at home. 
but it was it was definitely a lights out defensive performance by the Broncos, uh, Super Bowl caliber defense. So let me ask you this: kickers are people too, right? So our boy Kaskowski, <laughs> uh missed the PAT, right? He hasn't missed all year. I mean, it's funny how sports work happens. You perfect all year, and all of a sudden, the biggest game, biggest moment, you missed the PAT. So this game came down. Gronkowski, great catches. Brady being Brady again, and they had to go for two. So if he made that field goal, extra point, we're not even talking about going for two here. Just another chip shot. But I was telling yep. Jimmy, I would I would have rather missed that PAT than having coming down to have him score there and then he missed that field goal, the extra point. That would have been worse. What do you think is worse that happened yesterday at extra point? The, the, the first one or the second one missed? Oof. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, even after the first uh, extra point, Mm-hmm. I said I told uh, I told my pops I was like that's it that's gonna come back and get that haunt be them again. huge yeah and it because did those, that it one did. point yep that right. one point is just huge in uh, in these championship games and uh, in the playoffs and I guess that's a big a big deal now uh, with the NFL moving that extra point back it's definitely impacted a lot of games this year so yeah it was the point is that, yeah it, it, to me the extra point is like like food garnish that we don't even need you know like you got a you got some uh, you got some watercress, you take that thing off. You got some cilantro, you take it off. You got some parsley, you take it off. You're like, what is this? I don't want that on my plate, right? Is that, is that the point? That's like, it's sort of like garnish, garnish for food. So now, I hope they think NFL teams going into next year better think this is this 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 is actually part of food. You just don't take it yeah. off and put it side of the plate, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's definitely a part of the, a side dish uh, at this point that uh, accompanies the entree because it's they add up. I mean, how many misses have we seen this year? They they've been piling up, and they add up. And now having that uh, big time kicker is going to be very important for teams, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt a lot of teams. I think a lot of you know, I'm surprised that a lot more teams haven't just gone for two. Yeah, you know, lining up at that two yard line and yeah, two yard line, you're much closer, right? Yeah, I mean, I just I'm I'm very surprised a lot of teams haven't just you know gone for two more. Put that in the um, playbook. I mean, just go for two points uh, conversions. Put just put it in the playbook. Run the plays. Yeah, and I mean, you think about it. You go one for two. That's still that's mm-hmm. two extra points right there. So I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely an option for teams uh, with weaker kickers. But it's definitely going to be something to be addressed by all these teams now. Just seeing the impact in these playoffs, and that was a big kick. I can't believe he missed that kick. I mean, you could see his Not face. He was. Not a garnish. And even on the on the uh, kick after, uh, he made a field goal after that, and you could see his he was still disgusted with himself. Let me um, ask you this: still... after after that happened, we we kind of both figured that was a big. You you in your head, you told your dad, and I I said to myself, that's huge. Um, so Belichick, I mean, he had a lot of more chances, right? They I mean, they're going for it on fourth down, fourth down. Couldn't he just kick a field goal? The guy's most accurate kick in the league, one of the most accurate kickers in the league, reliable kickers in the league, besides Dan Bailey on the, on the Cowboys. Bill Belichick, to me, great coach. Who's who are we to second guess him? Guy won four Super Bowls, could have been six, thanks to your your boy Eli Manning and the Giants. Different story for a different day. But to me, after that missed field goal, Belichick just kind of like went away from Gaskowski because he could have made those field goals and get the ball back, right? I mean, you never know what could happen. This guy just kept on going for it and four down and four down. I would just took the points. You gotta take the points, in my opinion. It's very easy for us. We're all experts after the game. And looking back, um, that offense was not moving the ball at all, at all. And you had to you had to get down there and, and score some t- some type of touchdown uh, and get the points. I mean, getting the points would be nice, but then you know Goskowski wasn't. What if he missed those field goals? Then we'll be questioning, hey, why didn't he go for it on fourth and one? So it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. 
I would but be to questioning me, it regardless. Kind of shaky all day, though. I mean, it just makes yeah, you can't. Katie bothered, yeah. like, I think you had to just try and go for it, especially that like those on those drives when he went for it, uh, they had some semblance of momentum, and mm-hmm. Broncos just came up with those big stops. Man, that uh, that defensive line, that front seven, completely ate up that Patriots front, and there was nothing they can do about it. And uh, you know, even short passes, I, they tried to do that little fake. Uh, uh, fake uh, handoff and screen pass to uh, fool them on one of the fourth and one plays. And mm-hmm. uh, Harris, Chris Harris just chilled out there waiting for him, lit him up, stop, another stop on fourth and one. And uh, it was just, I'm telling you, it was just that defense. There was nothing the Patriots could do, whether they kicked the ball, whether they went for field goals, there was nothing they were going to do that day to uh, stump that defense. They were just doing a lot of different things that the Patriots haven't seen before. Usually we know the Patriots are the team that they could adjust at halftime and then, you know, kind of solve the problems uh, of the first half. And they didn't seem to be able to do that. They couldn't figure out uh, the defense at all. So, I mean, definitely uh, hats off to uh, Broncos. And uh, I don't know, you're giving uh, participation trophies out <laughs> for the past. Well, that's, well, that's what I was, I was getting to in a minute, but you took the words out of my mouth. Um, so Tom Brady taking the blame. Gaskowski missed the extra point. He says he feel like he lost the game. But you and I agree the, the the Patriots had more opportunities than that, right? I mean, and then you got the, then you got the salty Pat fans who are very, very um, uh, spoiled Patriots fans. Yeah, on Twitter. they're the worst. Do you, do you see the nonsense they said on Twitter hate, to Gaskowski? I can't even read it. I can't even read it. Right, you saw it, right? Oh yeah, it's hate mail. It's it's uh it's ridiculous. Um, they sing his praise when you know <laughs> he's winning them games, and then uh right. you know they lose one, and uh, they hate the guy. Uh, that's uh, to put it lightly, they hate him. <laughs> so yeah, because yeah. it was pretty vicious. Uh, a lot of those tweets were very vicious. Uh, I'm sure uh, Blair Walsh can share his pain. Oh man. Um, He's got. He's been getting it uh, pretty rough as well on Twitter. All these uh, these donks, these trolls, that these hor- horrible fans. I mean, oh. I, I think they're just horrible people in general. Like, how, how oh, do you? It's a game, and uh, you know, to go after people like that, like uh, right. like threaten their lives, and because of a game, like I just, I, I just, it just makes no sense to me with these guys, with these donks, and uh, you know, I hope. Uh, I hope Koskowski just uh, kind of gets off Twitter for a little while and just lets it be. Wow, unbelievable. Um, so you got yeah, Belichick taking the blame, uh, which we like about Belichick and Brady, right? Those guys man up like we've been saying all year. Oh, yeah. Belichick taking the blame, um, Brady taking the blame, uh, Goskowski taking the blame. How about our boy Brandon LaFell, six in the NFL and 10 drops, $2.4 million salary. Um, how are you doing, Brandon LaFell? I mean, benched. Yeah, you know, I think he's um, done so. That's his last game in New England for sure. He'll get I mean, cut. Two point four million dollar salary. He might. I don't know if he'll come back. Sixth in the NFL, ten drops. Um, so you know, disappointing for Tom Brady. And I don't know. Maybe Tom Brady. I don't know. Tom Brady. His attire, man, tells me a whole lot about Brady. Like yesterday, scruff. No, no Gavinci shirt. No jacket. You know, you couldn't see the. Uh, can see the smile the hair gel wasn't there you know like no swag and brady i mean did he, maybe did he put these clothes just to lose yesterday that press conference told me like man tom you wouldn't think you're going to win this game yesterday man i i guess maybe <laughs> maybe but 
Because, you know, like Cam you. got the shoes, Cam got the foxtail, you know what I'm saying? Cam <laughs> yeah. got the three-piece, the, 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 the scarf. Brady was just disheveled, man. Like, oh. Well, Cam is ready to look good no matter what. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> He's equipped with the swag. Win, win lose, or draw, oh. that guy. So, <laughs> maybe he had two two different outfits. Tom looking rough. <laughs> rough out Yeah, here, man. man. Yeah, hey, he can thank that offensive line and that uh, piss-poor running game. Uh, for getting himself beat up. I mean, I wouldn't be too happy either at that press conference, just thinking like, yeah, I'll take the blame and all, but there's only so much a quarterback can do when uh, there's no no protection. And we've been saying that all year. When a quarterback is given time, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, they're going to do all right. But um, yeah. he did not get that yesterday. And <laughs> I think the uh, biggest, not even Goskowski, I think the blame really needs to go on that offensive line. Uh, for just they, they look like they weren't even trying. That's how it's bad funny. it was. They were. They it's just funny. gave up. You, it, it's funny. Did you pick up my my notes today? Because everything you've been saying, like I've been, I've, I've written down literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like what you've been saying. Maybe been doing a show. We've been haven't doing a show that long. But everything you've been saying is actually what I've written down. And I was like, I was going to ask you, Dave, who's the blame for the Patriots? And then you said it right away. I'm just like, man, this guy <laughs> looked at my show or something. Did you hack my emails? I think you were hacking emails or something. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, yeah so, yeah, so biggest, um, who's to blame for the Patriots, man? Kicker, yeah. coach, uh, schemes, uh, who's to blame? Denver, the mile out, air. Um, who's to blame? Well, I mean, you have to give it to... Um, Definitely Denver defense for that effort. I was uh, number one. But uh, I, I think that defense wouldn't have done as well if that offensive line showed up. They just didn't show up at all. I mean, they made Von Miller look like the greatest line, greatest greatest pass rusher of all time. And he's, he's good. But, I mean, he's not that good. I mean, him, DeMarcus Ware, they were untouched the entire game. And uh, constantly in Brady's face. And it was just, it was incredible. You know, even five on three. Where was Edelman? James White? I mean, Bolden? And no, it, it James seemed, White. Oh, like, man. That's all he threw to. I, they took they took Edelman out of the game, essentially, because they dropped back eight, uh, seven to yeah. eight people every game. I mean, every play. So, zone I mean, coverage. they... Zone, 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 yeah, zone, they zone, really zone. hurt. Uh, they hurt that and uh, took away Edelman. And James White, that just constant. I think he had 14 targets towards him on wow. this game. He was the big... Uh, because he was the only one in single coverage. Right. And uh, every time they threw to Gronk, it was double coverage. But Gronk is, yeah. an, is a monster. So, you know, he got it done anyway. But it was just I, the offensive line definitely to blame. And I think that help, that uh, goes with the running game not being there as well. Because the offensive line couldn't get any movement up in the front, uh, create any gaps for these running backs uh, at all. I mean, I know they have weak running backs uh, as it is. But there was no gaps. There was nothing they can do. I mean, I don't care who you put. You could put Adrian Peterson back there, and he wouldn't have gone anywhere with that offensive yeah. line. So uh, I, I definitely – that's a big blame, I think, for uh, the uh, Patriots at this point is uh, definitely taking a look at that offensive line. So participation trophies, who you got? Who you heading out to? Well, you have to uh, you have to give it to the Patriots. I mean, they got here. It's, it's not easy to get to an, a championship game and to continually be – as dominant as they are, you know, year in, year out, we rarely see a bad year from the Patriots. This is, an AFC championship loss is considered a horrible losing year for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So you have to uh, definitely give participation trophy uh, to all of them. Uh, 
man, I wouldn't want to give one to the uh, offensive line, but they did get here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the whole team, the whole organization gets one. It's, you know, to get here and, you know, it's a loss, but it's not a bad season. I mean, you could be the Browns. <laughs> so yeah. you have to look at it that way. I wish the fans, the fans should look at it that way too. I mean, they're so spoiled, constantly uh, oh, in the Super Bowl, the championship games, and right. you know they losing it an AFC championship game, and and right. the world is going to end. Like you don't right. feel our pain as uh, rooting for these teams that you know barely even make the playoffs. So oh. they should feel fortunate. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's horrible. It really is horrible. So those are the participation trophies. But for Brady, it's like it's like LeBron James, right? It's like um, championship or bust with these guys, right? It's like and that's what Brady plays for. Certain guys, I mean, it's unfair, but like that's just the way it is. Their greatness, it's just it's a failure. Consider consider a failure to them, right? Not winning this championship, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's good and bad. It shows how good you are. Um, but it's also bad because expectations are always super high, no matter yeah. what. And uh, even with the deficiencies this team has had, they've found mm-hmm. success and ways to get around it. And it was just, you know, a matter of time before they would find someone or a team or a defense that was really going to put it to them and uh, really make uh, these deficiencies, you know, uh, visible. And that's what happened with these Bron- this Broncos D. It's just, it's a Super Bowl caliber defense all year. Mm-hmm. And we've been saying it. They've been have they've had a great defense. And, uh, Thank, lucky they do because without that, I just don't see the Broncos even being in this game. So uh, yeah, it's it's a curse. It's a curse having these expectations. But I mean, I guess that's uh, that's what goes with being a champion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, expectations are uh, pretty high. Pretty high. So we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, Peyton history. We'll talk about little Cam and uh, everything else going on in the uh, Super Bowl. Um, so you excited or what, man? You um, you're you're R.I.P. Peyton Man already, right? I mean, yeah, I'm not really too. Up, uh, so I mean, I think the best thing forward. Forward is, I think the best thing to look forward to we can look forward to Beyonce, right? Beyonce, we got Coldplay, we got the booze, we got the chips, we got the food. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll make it interesting. We always find ways to make it interesting in this world, no matter how bad the world is. Yeah, we'll still fun. enjoy we'll ourselves. Some, uh, still enjoy ourselves. We got some uh, table hockey. You know, it's uh, yeah. the air hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. So we'll come back. We're going to talk talk about some numbers, some stats, some things going on in the NFL, and then uh, uh, get into some basketball tonight, too. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. Kenford, uh, Abram Sports Talk Show, live from Orlando, Florida. 70 degrees and sunny. Dave in New York. New York. By the way, how are the roads out there, Dave? Everything seems to be. Back oh, they're fine. Time. Everything's back. Yeah, because it was actually uh, pretty sunny yesterday, so everything melted and good to go. Good to go. Good. Back after this. Every day I'm on my way to that shop 
Show live call in at six six one four four nine nine four. So I was uh, out there Rumble. Welcome back, Dave. I was out there yesterday Royal Rumble, and there was a couple sitting next to me, and I just because me and Dave are biggest, I think two of the biggest marks, Sasha Banks pushing Sasha Banks tweet WWE. We haven't gotten blocked yet, which is good. <laughs> and um, we've been pushing Sasha Banks for a long time. So after the match, I'm screaming for Sasha, let's go, let's go. I'm tweeting. And all of a sudden, her music hits. I got up and started screaming so loud. I was like, yeah, like the ultimate warrior. I'm holding the glass, rocking. And this girl's like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? I'm like, you have no idea. You have no idea. Sasha Banks is life. And lo and behold, Dave, um, WWE Creative seems like uh, they've, they've listened. They've listened to the masses. Yeah, finally. I mean, it's about time. I, I had a feeling I was waiting. I, I saw the celebration going on in the uh, in the ring, and I told my brother, I was like, oh, get ready, get ready. And uh, just waiting for that music to hit. And then kind of waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm like, all right, all right. And bomb, there it goes. I was like, yeah, baby. What was your reaction when you jumped up, you popped? Yeah, yeah, I was happy. I was, I was, I had a feeling she was going to be on there at some point. I mean, I, I was wearing my Sasha Banks shirt. I had my rings, my, my legit boss rings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was geared up, uh, waiting for her to uh, show up because I knew that, I was like, this is WrestleMania season. They got to get her in here somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe mm-hmm. to help Becky or something, or you know, mm-hmm. in some in some way. Um, right, right. Yes, that was great. Oh man, finally, our, our, our wishes have been granted. Oh man, can't wait. Yeah, I just cannot wait. Yeah, I hope um, they wait. I hope they wait till Mania for it. 
Yeah, I think so. You I know, think so. Skip fast lane. Something to have a fast lane. I don't care if she yeah. loses controversy, and then get rid of Flair. Just have him be one on one. Give give me fifteen good minutes, at a, at like an NXT match. A Let him do their time. thing. I mean, I feel like yeah, they're, get uh, Flair out of there. Get Flair out of there. Yeah, uh, not clear. even that. I feel like creative is hindering their uh, their matches. Uh, maybe not letting them do what they want to do, like they would in NXT, where it's a little you know riskier moves and just yep. the action is incredible. And I feel like they're kind of just uh, putting a little damper on that. You could see it yesterday with that Becky and uh, Charlotte match. It, it was eh, it was okay. But we we both seen them wrestle in NXT, and we both know that they can put on a show. Yeah, so I feel like uh, the creative give him 15, 17 minutes, fifteen, seventeen yeah, minutes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the program. So Peyton Manning will be the first quarterback in NFL history to appear in four Super Bowls with four different head coaches: Tony Dungy, John Fox, Jim Caldwell, and Kubiak. So he won with Dungy versus the Bears. He lost to the Seahawks with John Fox. Jim Caldwell he lost in Miami versus the Saints, and now Kubiak. Um, verdict is out on Kubiak right now. Um, which one of those four coaches you like? If Manning's uh, pretty, uh, usually those, you know, that stands out to you. It's pretty hard not to like Tony Dungy. He's uh, yeah, yeah, he's big time. He's uh, he's a legend, I think. Um, uh, I guess I mean Kubiak at this point, I feel like it's not really Peyton Manning's team anymore. I don't feel he's not the reason why they're winning. And uh, Kubiak is a big reason for that. He's a big defensive coach. Uh, big. Uh, he's made this defense into a powerhouse. So, I mean, I guess what are you asking? More like which coach is more impactful or which relationship is? Yeah, relationship. You got to go with Tony Dungy, right? Yeah, I would Fox. definitely. That John Fox one, he looked horrible. That Seattle game, I don't know if his preparation. That Seattle team was damn that good. Uh, Jim Caldwell, that that game they lost to the Saints. I mean, they had a couple opportunities, right? Porter took it back to the house, onside kick. Um, yeah, that game was Wayne, that game was a little shaky. I mean, that could have gone either way. And yeah. there was just a, a few big plays made by the Saints uh, just to uh, turn the tide there. So that yeah. one, uh, that one was a definitely a closer one. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, that Seattle game, which I think is going to be just like this Carolina game. It's Close just not going to be window. pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's all up. This defense though is not the, the same defense as uh, that Seattle Super Bowl. So right. that's that's the one hope for the Broncos that this uh, defense could come out and really just try to put a hurting on that, um, stop that high-powered offense. I mean, they're the highest scoring uh, offense in the league. And, uh, I guess it does pay to spend money because, I mean, John Elway put a lot of stock in Peyton Manning, a lot of stock in DeMarcus Rear, Aqib Tlaib, um, uh, Von Miller as well. Those guys are getting paid millions, man. So Trevathan, really good guy as well, too. So, I mean, those guys, I mean, this is one of Peyton Manning's best team he's had for a long time. Defensive-wise, man, it's unbelievable. Finally's got a defense. Oh, hands so I, I, I think this defense, um, and they hold their own. Award as well too. This guy's making a lot of money. So uh, John Elway putting a lot of stock in his uh, in his players. And you don't you, you always say like you know money doesn't buy championships. And but I mean it certainly has worked up to this point for uh, pay, for John Elway and company right so far. Oh yeah, it's the best uh, best defense Peyton's ever had uh, on any team for his entire career. Um, from top to bottom. And uh, like you said, spending money, uh, they're going to have a lot of questions. I know Von Miller's an unrestricted free agent coming up this year. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Hey, I wouldn't mind him being a giant. 
I was gonna I was gonna say I hope I I, I wouldn't mind him on the Eagles too. I yeah, mind. right. Wouldn't mind that. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's gonna be uh he's gonna get a big payday. And uh, that's definitely going to be yeah. uh, part of how well he plays. You know, he's yeah. playing, uh, playing for that big, big uh, check. Gary Kubiak and Ron Rivera will each have played and now coached in the Super Bowl, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Ron Rivera joins Tom Flores as the only head coaches of Hispanic descent to reach the Super Bowl. So that's um, it's pretty good. It's pretty mighty. Ron Rivera and now Tom Flores. Pretty historic. Um, so historic clash of the Titans. Uh, so Ron Rivera to lean on Mike Ditka for advice to the 85 Bears, which he played on. And um, he's kind of optimistic about Davis playing the Super Bowl after the surgery, the hand surgery. He having surgery today, so he might play in the Super Bowl. Um, so he, would he make a riverboat run? Um, almost got fired a couple of years ago, right? And they stuck with him. <laughs> so, I mean, See, then, his, then his guy's house burns down. Like, it's just it's just been a roller coaster with this guy in, in Carolina. Yeah, I mean, go go figure. Uh, you're you're about to get fired, and uh, you end up keeping your job, and now uh, taking your yeah. team to a Super Bowl. Look at that consistency. That's what it is. It's just uh, sticking with it. Give him and, time. Uh, yeah, let it I play mean, out. Let it let play, it play out. out. Two years, two three years, you're gonna fire the guy. Give him time. Give him five years. Give him four. At least, as long and, as they're getting better and better every year, just stick around with him. And if he that's got, you, they he ended like, up getting canned. Uh, they would not be in the spot. They would not be in the spot. They'd be rebuilding again. Completely different offensive situation, defense. Mm-hmm. Um, stick to your guys. Stick to these coaches. Give them some time to uh, rock out, and and uh, look what uh, it's paying off in Carolina. And uh, I, I see maybe he's getting some advice at this point. Maybe not for the actual uh, game plan, but maybe just preparation, um, how to kind of organize. Because it's two weeks, so that's a yeah. little different for uh, the team. Two weeks of headaches, uh, keeping your players out of trouble. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of parties over there in uh, Santa Clara. So uh, you yeah. want to keep them out of trouble. Uh, how to deal with, uh, you know, media day. A lot of young guys on that team. So uh, how yeah. to deal with uh, the media and uh, basically uh, that kind of thing. And uh should be fun. I, I can't wait. And uh, hopefully, uh, I think we just gotten word that they're going to actually air the game on ESPN to deport this too with those uh, yeah. Panthers yeah. announcers. Yeah, those guys yeah. are hilarious. Oh, they're fantastic! I was listening to it yesterday because I, yeah. I can't say it. I'm, I was done. I was over it. Oh, your boy, man! Your boy. I man. couldn't deal with it. I could not deal with it. I was already. I had a big headache that big after watching tea, that Phil Bigelow Sims. Tea, man. It's all about the Bigelow yeah. Tea. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I had a headache watching Phil. Uh, listening to Phil Sims and, and Nance, uh, the whole first game. So I was kind of done. I was over it. Then I get the treat of Joe Buck right after. So I was just like, I'm done. I can't. So I just uh, went on ESPN radio, uh, looked it up on the app, and just listened to the Spanish announcers. Uh, it was fantastic. The game is so much more fun. I'm telling you, it is oh, intense man. listening to these yeah. guys. And, uh, you, you can't catch most of the most of what they're saying because it's all yeah. nonsense. Right, but right, it's, right. A, it's a treat, man. It's a treat. Wepa, wepa, wepa. Matatelo, matatelo. Cam, bailale, bailale. <laughs> dab, dab, dab. See, si. I'm intrigued. See, si, see, si. we are intrigued. Very, very good. Very, very good. <laughs> well, at least the table is not going to be broken by one of the guys, right? So their table is going to be held up and check all game. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, don't get put through the so table. So, uh, yeah, it was good. Yes, bien deportes. Good. Oh, man. Good stuff. Definitely. Something to look um, forward how, to. For how, yeah, and how about Kubiak, man? Remember a couple of years ago he fainted in that game, still in that game? 
Fainted was kind of weird, and you know, and then he was gone out of Houston. Now he got canned out of Baltimore, so he's gotten a second chance of life too, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's sometimes now you're kind of seeing uh, how these coaches uh, put in a situation. Eighteen to hour days, eighteen hour days, yeah. man. You know how to, how they do and how well they right. do, and uh, you know we see them. Oh yeah, this this coach is awful, but he's with the Texans, and the Texans are awful, an awful organization. They never give this guy a quarterback. Uh, they never give their team a quarterback. Uh, yeah. You know their offense is always stagnant. But you're seeing now you put a, a same uh, the same mind, a great defensive mind like Kubiak, uh, in a position to succeed. You give him the pieces, and look what he can do with it. And right. I think that's for pretty much any coach in this league. Uh, they didn't do that with Coughlin this year. They didn't give him the right. pieces to succeed, and uh, mm-hmm. it ultimately cost him his job. So uh, good for good for Kubiak. Um, definitely happy for him. And uh, hopefully mm-hmm. this is a lesson to the owners. You know, maybe it's a wake up call where they realize you know answer uh, firing all these coaches are not the answer. Maybe it's just about giving them the right pieces to work with uh, with their philosophies. Yeah. 45 after the hour. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll come back. We'll do plus minus. Should be interesting. Plus minus. Um, look at Super Bowl 50. Look ahead. By the way, any participation trophies for the Cardinals? I mean, great season, right? Yeah. I, I think it's the same with the pa- the Patriots. You just based on the season. Um, yeah. I wasn't really expecting uh, such a dominant season from this team. And uh, they proved me wrong. They were, they did they did well. Uh, they laid a neg in this big, uh, big time game, big spot. But uh, I, I say, give him uh, all around. Uh, Carson Palmer is going to have to figure something out with his life. He's got to figure out why he's, he can't perform in the playoffs. Completely yeah. different quarterback from from regular season to the playoffs. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll see, uh, see what he does uh, in the off season and uh, see if he could shake this because that's a, I mean, that's a rough performance and he's going to be thinking about that for a long time. Oh yeah, definitely. He is going to be thinking that for quite a time in the off season. So, what do you do if you're the Cardinals? You stick with Carson. You, you got a quarterback here. Because the defense is in place, right? You got Honey Badger come back. You got uh, Peterson. Defense gives some more pass rush. Because to me, they're like they're off and on. You don't know what Cardinal team you're going to get. What Carson Palmer you're going to get at, at, at any given day. He could be really good, or you could see really bad. And the batters are really, really bad. We should see in a couple weeks here. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I mean, someone with the talent, like I, I mean, and, and his skill level is great, and led your team to a dominant regular season, and um, you know, to kind of throw that out the window and just base it on two like horrible playoff games, and these are the games that matter, playoff. Yeah, games, so yeah, yeah. It's games. just uh, they're definitely gonna have to reevaluate the situation. I th- they I think at this point you have to stick with them. I mean. It's pretty tough to find a quarterback in this league uh, as good as he is. So uh, to let him go just because of uh, the two playoff losses, I think you have to give him another shot, see what he can do next mm-hmm. year. And uh, if it continue, if it happens again, I think that's when it's it'll be the last draw and that'll be it for him. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, great season, Fitzgerald and company. Great, great season, great year. Uh, well coached. Um, but I don't know which Carson Palmer. Please stand up. Which real one you're gonna get? Which real Arizona defense you're gonna get? Because sometimes they look really, really good, and other times they just look like eh. You saw what the Seahawks did to them. They smacked them around. Maybe they weren't playing around. The, the Packers almost beat them. And now this yeah. I'm saying Carson Palmer looks suspect because I, I watch games. I watch games closely. 
I'm not like, I don't know how fans watch games, but I watch games and I kind of know, I have a feel for what's going on. I like, make, take mental notes. And to me, like uh, coverage, he wasn't see his visions all. Met. I don't know if he's hurt or whatever have you, but he just wasn't making the reads. And it showed the last couple of weeks, and now lo and behold, we just saw the real Carson Palmer yesterday. So he's got yeah. work to do. He's got to think he had about plenty of time um, too. Yeah, he had the time. He stepped up in the pocket, just couldn't hit the throws. Couldn't hit the throws. Wide open. Couldn't hit. Just missed them. Miss, 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 miss. Forty after the hour. Don't go around. Stick around. We'll come back. We'll talk plus minus Broncos. And Panthers plus minus back after this. Clap for the rigging the way it is rapping and blow a sack for your niggas with your trapping and clap for in the real way it is rapping and blow a sack for your niggas with your trapping and Tom Ford. Yeah. Halloween, Taliban, Taliban, yeah, jump in, jump in, jump in, them boys up to something, they just spent like two or three weeks out the country, them boys up to something, they just not just bluffing, you don't have to call, I hear my dance like Usher, Woo. I just found my tempo like on DJ Muscle, Woo. I hit that Ginobili with my left hand up like, woo, Lobster and Celine for all my babies that I miss Chicken finger, french fry for them hoes that wanna dish Jump in, jump in, jump in, them boys up to something Uh-uh-uh, I think I need some Robitussin Way too many questions, you must think I trust you You searching for answers, I do not know nothing, woo I see them tweaking, ain't no something's coming, woo Jump in, jump in, jump in, them boys up to something, woo Jump in, jump in, jump in, what you expecting, woo Shout out, shout out, Michael Jordan, just said, text me, woo Jump in, jump in, jump in, jump in, jump in, jump in I just seen the jet take out, they got the something Them boys just not bluffing, them boys just not bluffing Jump in, jump in, jump in, them boys up to something She was trying to join the team, I told her, wait Chicken wings and fries, we don't go on that
They just spent like two or three weeks out the country. Them boys up to something, they just not just bluffing. Jumping, 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 them boys up to something. Fifty-two after the hour. Welcome back to the program, Kemper Abrams Sports Talk Show. Web call-ins at six six one four four nine nine four. So, with Dave, I'm in Orlando. Dave is in uh, New York. Kind of wrote up a show last night. Came home um, this morning. So, glad to have you guys on board, wherever you are, however you may be. So. Uh, a new segment here, Dave. Kind of like off the off the whim. Plus minus for Super Bowl participants, uh, Broncos, Panthers. Start with the Broncos. AFC plus minus for the Broncos. Um, what do you like? What do you don't like about this team? The makeup of this team. Oh wow. Well, I think we've been saying I've been saying it all show. I don't like uh, the strength of the quarterback position. Um, in terms of arm strength, um, in terms of decision-making and uh, being able to see coverage, and he's a genius. Uh, no one's better than Peyton Manning. So uh, you have that as a plus. But just the arm strength, um, he can't be throwing those ducks out there with this, this ball-hawking defense of the, of the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, they'll pick it off and take it for six uh, every single time. So uh, they're going to have to uh, f- find a way to get their offense uh, in position. Uh, these receivers can't drop the ball. We saw that um, in the Pittsburgh game. A lot of mm-hmm. drops. Uh, there was a few drops yesterday as well uh, with Demarius Thomas, who's supposed to be their big guy. So yeah. uh, I think that's um, the wide receiver play as of late is a minus. Uh, but, you know, they could also, you know, step it up. You know, that's a game-to-game thing. Um, a plus defense. That defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. That defense could take them to the uh, Lombardi Trophy, uh, without a doubt, from top to bottom. Uh, great pass rushers, uh, great uh, secondary. Uh, they're going to be smothering the uh, the uh, wide receivers of the Carolina Panthers uh, all day. So it's going to be a pretty interesting matchup to see um, high-powered offense against this high-powered defense. So I think, uh, yeah, I think the biggest plus for the Broncos is uh, definitely the um, – the uh, defense and uh, you can't forget uh, McManus is a pretty decent kicker too. Uh, he's mm-hmm. been uh, pretty good in, in the uh, playoffs. So, uh, you know, you always got to remember special teams in this game because, you know, it could come down to that big kick and uh, to win or lose the Super Bowl. So uh, McManus is a pretty good kicker too. So that's a, that's a nice uh, thing to have if you're the Broncos. Well, like you said, they just, they just can't drop balls. And Peyton's got to make certain throws because Josh Norman, with his horse, is going to uh, pick it off and run it back. Yeah, he's, he's ready. ready. He's like a receiver now out there. He can probably play tight end. He's a monster. So Peyton's got to make those touchdowns. throws. He got, he's got to he make his throws. More touchdowns, more touchdowns than uh, the receivers of the Broncos, as Keekley has, yeah. I think. So that's that's for the Broncos there. Um, how about the Panthers? Uh, to me, it's just they got to – figure out a way to pace themselves. They're so geeked up and hyped up, and all the energy spent in the first half, they just can't finish games. Well, yesterday they played yeah. a full game, surprisingly. Um, but their secondary is kind of suspect, though, Dave. A little suspect at times. You see what's been happening to them. You can actually pass on these guys. Your Giants made them pay. 
Um, Seahawks made him pay. So if anything, their their secondary is a little suspect. But I don't know if Peyton Manning could throw 80 yards. I don't know if Peyton Manning could throw 70 yards, 50 yards, 40 yards, 30 yards. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. I think they're more suspect during later uh, the latter half of the game. That's when they yeah, start getting worked. exposed. Uh, at yeah, at yeah. the beginning of the game, they're uh, they're doing their thing. But yeah. uh, latter half of the game, you know, when they have a, they feel comfortable, they have that lead. We've seen them getting picked apart. But like you said, I just don't see Peyton Manning having that arm strength, and uh, you know, he's not that gunslinger anymore uh, to be able to pick apart that that uh, offense the way you know Carson Palmer has an arm. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson has a cannon. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very difficult for the Broncos offense to figure out. Um, I think the run game has to be it has to be on point for the Broncos for them to yeah. even have any remote chance of scoring any points against this defense. They right. definitely need to get T.J. Anderson going. Uh, Ronnie Hillman needs to get going. Um, that's the only way to protect Peyton Manning. Um, yeah. Otherwise, that pass rush is gonna be going after him all day. He doesn't have the arm strength to do anything. It's it, if that's the case. If they have no running game, it's going to be a brutal game, brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just got to pace themselves, not get bored, complacent. They decide they start letting up points. You know, you're going to get with the running backs, Cameron Artis Payne, uh, Williams, uh, Stewart, excuse me, and you, and and Cam can run as well too. Uh, Don't forget Tolbert, big boy Tolbert. Tolbert, Tolbert as well. He can <laughs> run. So it's a lot of heavy material, a lot of heavyweights throwing at you that offense. They do a hell of a job for Cam Newton. They block. Receivers are great. They make their catches, man. Those guys are solid. Kachery, Olsen, Fun Fun. I mean, those guys. Brown now too. Brown, Brown putting Brown up 113 yeah. yards in the touchdown Tech yesterday. In, you know, and, and it's just you don't need a big. That proves you don't need a big. You don't need a you don't need an Antonio Brown in this league. I think you just need guys, role players that can make plays, and and they're cheap. Costs you cheap. You got you got yeah. a great offensive line. You got a good good quarterback. You save money on receivers. You got a good tight end. You're pretty much money. And imagine when Benjamin comes back. This team is gonna be scared. oh man. We had a we were done with this team. This team was done once uh, Benjamin went down. Benjamin went down. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Panthers were done. Last place. Yeah. <laughs> wow, unbelievable. Um, so that's the plus minus. Probably going to add some more to that stuff. I mean, from here on in, things can change, but um, plus minus. Uh, a couple things here. Texas former Texas quarterback Vince Young for late Sunday night in Austin on a misdemeanor charge, DWI. Um, so that's VY for you. How surprised are you? Uh I mean, I'm always surprised with these things because you've got to think that these guys have money. Uh, they see the uh, their fellow uh, athletes getting into trouble like this, so you would want to avoid that. Just take Uber. Mm-hmm. What are you doing driving? You know. Yeah. And so I'm kind of surprised sometimes just at the uh, uh, these poor decisions by these guys. You know, it's 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 pretty sad. And uh, he's been out of the league for a while now, and I don't see yeah. him coming back anytime soon. So it's kind of like it's also a sad thing because you see how like life kind of deteriorates a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah. And of course, you shake your head. I mean, you can't be making decisions like that. Just take Uber, yeah. man. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's hard. It's hard decision. It's a hard decision to make, man. You know, it's hard. And I'm it's a, a man. lot cheaper than the, the fines he's gonna yeah. pay. You know, oh. the fines he's going to pay now, the lawyers, uh, all the trouble he's going to be in. Uber was a lot cheaper. <laughs> Should be a commercial. 
You can't make this stuff up, man. Uh, my boy Zach Ertz, uh, five years, $48 million deal, coming off his best season, 75 catches at age 25. So Zach Ertz, straight cash homie, huh? Yeah, good for him. He's uh, he, He's been doing his thing in Philly. So that's yeah. a good signing to keep him going. Um, what's this I hear that Bradford agent is asking for 25 mil a year? Yeah, he's out of his mind. He's out of his mind. He's not going to get that. He's out of his mind. God bless the team. God bless the team that pays him twenty five mil. Good luck with that. Oh man, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, that's just unreal. I can't believe I heard that. Yeah, I've heard it uh, several times too, that they're starting high and uh, trying to work their way so that they can get to the uh, twenty mil a year range for Sam Good Bradford. Good for them. Good for them. I hope. I hope he gets it. Just not by by Eagles. Not by the Eagles. Somebody, somebody, yeah. <laughs> somebody overpay for him. Good riddance. If that's the case, that's what he wants. Hey, that's fine. Just not gonna get it from my organization because I would rip <laughs> them completely every day. I uh, I don't see too many places uh, paying that for for Bradford. I mean, maybe fifteen, but that's yeah. I think even that's a lot for a uh, performance and uh, oh. the history of injuries. Yeah, so. absolutely. We'll see. Judge Jury's still out on that, so Zachary's getting paid. Uh, FSU settles our boy, famous James. FSU settles nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a title nine lawsuit seven from james winston rape allegations so fsu um shelling out all that cash huh yeah i was a uh, surprised it's a nice settlement there i mean wow almost a million dollars yeah. yeah so uh you got to be happy with that um especially you know since basically nothing was proven or or anything so it's kind of yeah it's I'm sure they make plenty of money there uh, with the football program and everything. So that's just a yeah. chump change for them. Absolutely. One after the hour, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Kevin Raven Sports Talk Show. Talk some hoops. Me and Dave. Back after this. Don't go anywhere. I'm people with me. I'm people with it. I'm a player baller. I'm a player's athletic. I'm a people A1. All got street cred. I'm a player baller. I'm a player's athletic. Pulled up in the fountain. Pulled off with a dance. Got a pocket full of money. Kinda hard to keep my pants up. Trying to run them bands up. Difficult to my hands up. Little quake with his hands up. Kinda hard to understand up. Duffel bags in the Escalade, caught a bitch still bread truck, got a bitch going retarded, called over for a spare truck, all these niggas getting up and scared us, all these niggas getting up and ran us, trying, trying to put the head on us, trying, trying to put the feds on us, trying to take meds on us, everything for the players on us, it's something like Arizona, gunshot just for saying something, spraying shit like aerosol, you're a foul and it's a fair ball, people can't reach the goals, keep shooting them down air ball. Watch out, little bitch. 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 You getting mad? I'm getting rich. You getting mad? I'm getting rich. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, little bitch. Hey, watch out, little bitch. You getting mad? I'm getting rich. You getting mad? Watch out, loud house. My partner still smoking for around. They say that I'm crazy. I used to talk to a stove. I tell it to lock. 
I tell her a lot. Go to the dealer short. Bitch, tell off the lot. You know I'm coming straight out the block. You know I'm coming straight out the top. Shorty say she want five million. Cause I told her to leave and call her a thought. You can like it or not. Damn. I'm coming straight out the pot. Damn. Still got some egg in my stock. Man. I ain't got a lot. I uh, ain't gotta try. try. You waving that thing in the sky. Yeah. We waving that thing at your body. We waving that thing at your eye. Uh. Look at the watch on my wrist. Got them all watching my wrist. So that little bitch side pass. Watch the assist. I run the track like the marathon. You the softest in silicone. You know what it's like when the feeling gone. I know what it's like when the feeling gone. I had to sit down with Farrakhan. Turn the white house to the pterodon. I used to serve at the Chevron. I used to serve with my necklace on. Watch that little bitch. Watch that little bitch. Watch that little bitch. Watch that little bitch. You getting mad. I'm getting rich. You getting mad. I'm getting rich. Watch that little bitch. Watch that little bitch. Watch that little bitch. Hey, watch that little bitch. You getting mad. I'm getting rich. You getting mad. I'm getting rich. Welcome back to the program, Ken Freeman Sports Talk Show. So, San Antonio Spurs, Golden State Warriors matchup features the best combined record for two teams. 40-plus games into the NBA season. History via Elias. Steve Kerr calls Spurs, Kawhi Leonard, the best two-way player in the NBA. David Robinson, 2003, Spurs winning his last season. 8.5 points per game, 7.9 rebounds, 17.8 per. Tim Duncan, 8 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, 17 0.5 per. So, someone's got to give. Big matchup tonight. Um, Golden State Warriors versus uh, Popovich and the Spurs. No big time fundamental Timmy Duncan in the lineup tonight, Dave. Cause of concern. Who you got? Uh, yeah, it's always a concern not having Tim Duncan, but um, I still think the team always finds a way. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is a monster now, he's uh, getting better and better. Uh, with the team uh, every game. So uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, right now, they're uh, Golden State's at home. Uh, I think they're favored by five points. I see uh, San Antonio winning this one outright, uh, even without Tim Duncan. Um, definitely, you know, concerned not having him, but I, I think they'll still uh, be able to uh, p- uh, play some good defense and, uh, you know, stop all that three-point game that um, Golden State has. Uh, it'd be nice to see... Uh, you know, Golden State a little flustered here, uh, you know, because we've been saying, you know, as dominant as their start has been, they haven't proven anything to me because they haven't beaten the Spurs. So this is a big test for Golden uh, for Golden State. So I know they're going to be bringing their A game, but uh, we'll see how uh, Popovich and the guys respond and, uh, you know, win or lose, you know, they're not going to really take it too hard. They're not going to be celebrating with a win over Golden State. Uh, they keep it classy over there and, uh, keep their uh, eye on the prize and that's the uh the championship so should be a fun game though 10 i think it's what 10 30 10 30 yep 10 30 tip off probably watch that uh probably tivo raw I'll be out to dinner probably tivo that and come back home and watch that um is it 87 spurs or war to be a title that 74 chance the Warriors Spurs meet in the conference finals 94 chance either the warriors or spurs come out of the west 
87% chance either the Warriors or the Spurs in the NBA title. I'm serious. Heavyweight numbers there, man. Yeah, that's big time. Wow. They're not giving much of a chance for anybody else. Nobody. Just hang it up and go home wow. now with everybody else. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's over. Let's just have the uh, yeah. Western Conference Finals start tonight, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. All go that's home. it. That's the seven. Uh, that's it. We can relax, you know, save a few months. And, uh, yeah. hey, maybe Kobe could come back for another year if he uh, rests the rest of the time. If he rests. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so Spurs is Tim Duncan knee against the Warriors. OKC's Robinson out three weeks with a sprained knee. Basketball Hall of Famer Wanzer dies at age 94. Um, you see MSG staffers fired over alleged scalping. Uh, it's funny because I heard um, – it's funny with Dolan too. This guy fired an employee because the employee didn't know who he was. This is the kind of wow. guy Dolan is, this guy yeah, Dolan. He's, uh, he's, I'm yeah. not his biggest fan at all. I don't like the guy. I hate that he owns my team and yeah. runs my team uh, basically into the ground this past, uh, what, like two decades. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like the guy at all. I, I can't stand him, uh, but I guess we're stuck with him because no, he basically said there's no chance he's selling the team ever. So yeah. we're just going to have to deal with it. And uh, uh, he's, he's just such a jerk, a very unlikable person. Yeah. That's, um. That's our uh, boy Toronto, uh, up tempo style, not a LeBron thing. So we're hearing rumbles already. Um, Cavs add Lombardi as an assistant. But uh, what do you make of the Cavs? I mean, a couple nights ago we were talking about the Cavs and, and Bulls, right? And uh, 15 free throws, fundamentals. Just can't make free throws. They hit those free throws, they win the game. Probably close. Yeah, free uh, throws. And, uh, I mean, you think it's, it's, it's free, right? I mean, they call it free throws. You think they would just go up there and make them, but they just clank. Building bricks, building houses, building mansions. Out there, yeah, that wasn't that nice. Wasn't a nice way to come out with the, uh, you know, after firing your head coach, and then you come out yeah. and lay an egg against the Bulls. Yeah, uh, yeah. not not a good way to start. Uh, man, I think, you know, uh, Tyron Lue, like you said, he wants to play more up tempo, and he said that the co- uh, team is not in sh- uh, shape enough to mm-hmm. play that up tempo style. He said in the last mm-hmm. game, a few of the players were asking to come out of the game uh, to rest a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's strange. There, I was kind of questioning but that. He's informed. Those guys aren't in shape. They got one job, right? Yeah, job. I, I mean, now is that a is that a knock on Blatt there? He didn't have him in shape, yeah. or maybe the I players. Mean, the players. Um, I mean, if Teron Lewis saying this for the one game in his coaching career, I mean, yeah, you got to knock players and the coaches. The coaches aren't holding them responsible. Yeah. You can't have the inmates run the asylum, right? So it's you know. What, what what about that? So that these guys are in game shape, which is astounding to me because the most midpoint of the season we're talking about shape. I mean, you should both be in shape coming in. Uh, you know, game one, day one. What do you think? Make about this? Um, heard uh, somebody's pushing for him to coach the All Star game, Coach Blatt, to coach the All Star game. What do you make about? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I actually have that in my notes. Um, he's not gonna do that. No way. He's not gonna come. Uh, yeah, Tyron Lue saying that he wants, he thinks Blatt deserves it because he's the one party and gift team. Yeah, uh, he doesn't want to do that. But, um, I mean, it would be nice. Uh, it's definitely better than having Tyron Lue coach the uh, All-Star game who hasn't done anything. Right, right. I mean, right, he's right. going to have coached, what, three, four games by then, uh, if that. So, yeah, I, I mean, it would be better to have Blatt maybe a parting gift um, for his hard work. But I, I just don't see him doing it. I don't see him wanting to do it. I think he wants to distance himself from – this bad situation that was the Cleveland Cavaliers job. Uh, he was doomed from the start. Uh, he was uh, set up to fail. Um, 
it was a definitely a weird experiment that I, I just I, I never understood from the get go. And uh, he had so much success with, uh, you know, dealing with all these egos and the egos that, you know, still are on this team. So we'll see how Tyron Lue deals with that because he still has the Kevin Love situation. You know, he's uh, hit or miss. He hasn't been ha- happy with uh, how he's been used. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think Tyron Lue was saying that they're going to kind of change the way they use him, uh, put him on the elbow uh, to play, just like they did in uh, Minnesota. So we'll mm-hmm. see, you know, if that changes and uh, maybe helps out his game. But it's it's a mess over there. And to do this now in midseason, it's kind of questionable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't know. I'm just going to sit back. I'm not going to waste my time and energy. <laughs> um, I'm just going to continue to make myself better, my life better. People that appreciate me, give thanks and praise to them and take care of them. And that's all, man. I'm not going to I'm not going to let this thing sports get in my way. Yeah. You know, Can't just gonna stuff try to try to try to find my own ha- yeah, try to find my own happiness. Because the end of the day, LeBron's got a billion dollars by Nike, so he ain't worried about nothing. He doesn't care. And um, yeah, he doesn't care so, about your happiness. No, no, he doesn't care about my happiness. So why should I? So that, that's the way I'm looking at it. So year and a new outlook on things. So I make ourselves happy, man. That's all that matters. That's it. That's all that matters. I'm not burning jerseys. I'm, I'll go on Twitter and I'll, I'll go on Twitter and I'll rant because these guys do pay attention to that stuff. I'll do that. I'm not gonna burn jerseys. I'm not gonna go on Twitter. I'm not gonna, you know, wish bad on people, their families and jobs, careers. I'm not gonna do all that. You know, I'm not gonna throw eggs at them when they're leaving the parking lot. I'm not gonna do all that. I'm just gonna make myself <laughs> some good happy. eggs, man. That's, that's yeah, some good right eggs. There. Protein. Some scrambled yeah. eggs and stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll come back. 14 after. The hour lockup shop. We'll talk about the Royal Rumble, what we liked, what we didn't like, and um, what to expect tonight. So, coming up on 14 after the hour, Kenford Abram Sports Talk Show. Kenford and Dave, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Back after this. One, two, this on. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H.
was last night out there in Orlando. Kind of happy I went there because uh, that football game was dreadful. Game number two was dreadful. Um, me and my buddy Jimmy went over there. You know, Dave was watching and football at the same time. So, all in all, good show. Um, matches I think were solid. Owens and Ambrose solid. Women's was solid. So, uh, uh, Charlotte and Becky solid. Kalisto winning again. U.S. title changing hands three times in three weeks versus Del Rio. And then yeah, so pretty pretty solid. New Day retaining awesome match. So I think those matches were pretty solid. And um, welcome back, Dave. Your take on those matches, those four matches. I thought they were pretty solid. Uh, how about you? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, the Divas match was okay to me. Uh, not too bad. I uh, definitely loved Owens and Ambrose. We were, we've been saying that we wanted them to bring it because uh, those are two top guys in the company. And uh, man, that was a uh, how to you know that's the way you start the Royal Rumble. That was incredible. And I was kind of worried. I was like, I hope these <laughs> I hope these guys could top this because yeah. man, I was at the edge of my seat watching that. I'm sure you were too. <laughs> that was how crazy. Funny was that? How funny man? We think we Kofi does these things every year, right? So we're thinking, man, like, I'm. <laughs> I'm like what, <laughs> dude? I was I I know your reaction. I know you were probably out of your mind when that that spot happened last night. What was your reaction to that spot? Oh, I was dying. I was absolutely dying. <laughs> I was waiting. For, I was waiting for it too because we always know the the Kofi thing in the right. Royal Rumble. He always yeah, does yeah. something. So I was waiting for it. When I saw New Day come down, I was like, okay, maybe they, maybe he gets thrown out and and Biggie like catches him and throws him back in. But when he, <laughs> when he did that and just carried wow. him around the and then he's drinking. He gets a drink from Pepsi, a fan, he's eating popcorn. popcorn. Oh yeah. my god. That was uh, that was something else, man. Uh, those guys are eight, unbelievable. Those guys unbelievable. are unbelievable. unbelievable. How about that biggie spot catching one of the Usos in the top rope? And that uh, was that, awesome. That was, how awesome was that? That was unbelievable. That guy that guy is so unbelievably strong. Um it's yeah. it's it's insane. Um, what this guy could do. He's a big power lifter too, so it, it seemed he made it look so easy. I was just about, like, wow. uh, that was unbelievable. How about Francesca too? How about that? Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, you know, uh, they're moving on. Uh, you you oh, can only man. mourn for so much, <laughs> and uh, it looks like an upgrade too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It looks new. like an upgrade. It's definitely a little nicer. Uh, I know Francesca won, took a beating. Uh, yeah, got thrown yeah. at Kalisto at TLC. Uh, it's been beat up on numerous occasions. So uh, it was it was a rough uh, rough life for Francesca one, but Francesca two looks good. Uh, I know <laughs> the whole crowd was asking him to play it, and he's like, Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not playing. Like I'm not playing. I play when I, I want to like, play. On. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, that's funny. He's yep. hilarious. Too much, man. <laughs> he, they're fantastic. They're really fantastic. Um. So you had that. You had uh, Braun Strowman being pushed last night, huh? Who would have thought? I'm like, here we yeah. go. This is like this big guy. Braun being pushed. Full taker thing. We kind of saw that coming, right? Him being thrown by the wide. Kind of saw that coming. Yep, yep. Oh, man, he's a, he's a monster, that guy. <laughs> that guy's another uh, one of those this guys that are just monsters. Um, so strong. That guy is huge. I, I haven't seen him live yet, so... I can only imagine like how big he is, like looking in the ring um, on TV. He just looked like an absolute beast, and uh, he was dominant, man. I, I, I was watching that Brock. Brock hit him hard. 
Oh, that's that clothesline. Oh, that was he legit. Legit. Man. If you saw it on TV, he legit hit him like almost punched him uh, to get him down. Yeah, uh, Brock was yeah. giving out, dishing out some stiff ones out there, man. That well, guy is. Uh, I felt. Yeah. I felt cringe. I was cringing, man. Like, good lord, those suplexes from one yeah, to the other. Yeah, he does not care. He does not care about anybody in that ring. He really does only care about himself because he was throwing those guys the way he was hitting them. Uh, very stiff shots. And uh, you could yeah. see, I was just, wow. I'm like, yeah. that's, a, that's a UFC heavyweight champion. You don't want to get hit by that guy. <laughs> then we had our boy, your boy, AJ Styles, AJ Stizzles, right? That was that was uh, fun. Coming out, yeah, that was nice. That was, that was he was good. he was home in his backyard in Orlando, Florida, right? He's uh, he's home. Yeah, that was uh, that was excellent. Just to have him out there in the third at the third spot, just to give him yep. time to be out there, and uh, he had a good show. And got beat yeah. up there uh, by <laughs> by a lot of guys, but uh, he was looking good. And How I about think the fact they were teasing him to spouse clash on numerous occasions, right? Yeah, yep, yep. I, I think it's a fantastic uh, signing. I think he's going to add so much to this. Uh, He's gonna have a great match. I think I was looking at, uh, you know, maybe Kevin Owens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was hoping, you know, maybe that uh, that can start. But uh, now yeah. Sammy, Sammy Zayn. Oh God, I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was not I, happy. He was the NXT uh, representative. Jimmy likes yeah. him. I just don't like the guy. I don't know. Nah, I don't he's know. a donk. He's a donk. Uh, I just... I'm on the fence with him right now. I'm really on the fence with him. People love him, but I'm on the fence with him. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm, I, think I'm good. I think he's very talented, but I'm like. Eh. Oh, no. he's very talented. He's very talented. I think his character is corny. I think yeah, it's just it's like kind of yeah, one but. of those things. Yeah, but. You know, yeah, but. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, then you have these dogs, the League of Nations minus Wade Barrett. Where the heck's Wade Barrett? And, League, uh, and you have those League of Nations coming out there and doing a number on Roman Reigns. Where, where was Wade Barrett last night? Uh, I think he's uh, worried. I think he's trying to get his army together because he saw my picture with my crown that I'm taking uh, over the, uh, uh, taking uh, over the right. kingdom. Taking over right. the kingdom. But uh, yeah, I, man, it's it's horrible. They put these, uh, they just slap that together. This League of Nations, which I think is a joke. I think it's a horrible um, what they did. It's almost like they don't know what to do with Rusev. They don't know what to do with uh, Del Rio, uh, Shane, and all those guys. So they're like, ah, let's just lump them together and make a faction and see how that goes. Um, you know, instead of doing uh, individuals with uh, you know Barrett giving him a push, he's a great wrestler too. And I feel like he's being wasted. Uh, Rusev being wasted there. Uh, that splash, though, on that table. Oh, that was, that was something else. I mean, by the way, he's mentioned a good point of Rusev, too. I think he'd been cheating on my notes all day. But anyway, <laughs> um, Rusev, the guy was like, what, the last one to be eliminated last year? Second to last last year? Now he's yep. the first? So what does that tell you about creative in WWE direction on Rusev, man? Sad. Yeah, he was he was undefeated, too, for how long? His first loss Just was about at WrestleMania year. Yeah. to John Cena. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. it's... And they just kind of give gave up. It's it's unbelievable. It was nice to see that Lana came out with him for a second, right, right, um, right, right. Last night, but man, they just I don't know. There's no consistency. It's just kind of uh, let's give this a try for a week, and if it doesn't work right away, we'll just scrap it and do something completely opposite of what yeah. you know we just did. Yeah. So it, it looks sloppy. It's no consistency. You don't know what to expect. You know, Monday Night Raw. Who knows? Maybe uh, Rusev's the face. It's just—it's unbelievable. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. So yeah, Triple H coming out there. Um, good for Triple H though, right? I mean, they kind of needed this, right? I'm not sure what we can do with Roman right now, right? Is he? They, I, I was telling Jimmy's make the guy heal. 
Dallas want to boo him. You guys don't like him. Make him a, make him a heel. Make Triple H a face then going into this match. So I think somewhere, somehow, Roman Reigns is going to face Triple H at WrestleMania. So why don't you make him a heel then? Yeah, point, I mean, that would be the way to go. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll still like him. I know you're going to still like him. Yeah, I like him. I, I just hate how they make him. It's almost like uh, they make him defy all odds all the time. You know, they're having him go into four-on-one matches and winning them every time. Yeah. You know, it's just like kind of ridiculous. It's like they're the calling Cena him stuff. too much. They're, they're, they're babying yeah. him a lot, a whole lot. Yeah, and it's lot. like the Cena stuff. It's like that's not pushing him. That's making him look ridiculous, and that's what Lazy. the fans don't like. Lazy. The hardcore right, fans right. don't like um, superheroes. We're here for wrestlers, you know. Not we don't need. We have Super Cena to deal with, and that's enough. The guy doesn't sell a move and kicks out of fourteen finishers. Uh, we don't <laughs> need that. We don't need part two of that, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they put him at the number one spot. Um, I even said my original pick was for him to win it from that number one spot and mm-hmm. just uh, you know eliminate everyone, defy all the odds, and just continue the, the birth of uh, super, uh, super Roman was yeah. what I was saying. And uh, it, th- I think that's the issue. That's the main issue with Roman. So I, yeah. I think maybe either a heel turn or just you got to make him likable. You know, you, have him struggle. You know, yeah. and not always succeeding. Chase f- maybe he's better. Maybe he's better off chasing the title now. You know, chasing yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, what does that say um, about your other talent when you you have four guys against him and he's constantly beating you, like the League of Nations versus Roman Reigns on SmackDown, and Roman Reigns kicks their butt. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> what does that say about Sheamus, Barrett, Rusev, Del, Del Rio? You just yeah, lost to fun. one guy. You know, it's yeah. it doesn't make sense. It's annoying. Then you had Triple H winning. Um, you got a problem with Triple H winning. And how about Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose finally getting a push, right? Triple H taking out Roman, was, uh, Dean Ambrose. Man. And then it was just like a lot of Dean chance, man. So that was, that was good to see you. Dean Ambrose finally, finally getting uh, some kind of um, enjoyment from his hard work since he... Uh, I think they could, the have, they could have done it a little better. It would have been more exciting at this point if he lost the Intercontinental belt. And, and was in that situation. Yeah, because I was just like, there's no way they're going to make him champion and intercontinental champion. I'm like, that's just ridiculous. So, um, yeah, it would have been cool if, you know, maybe KO uh, beat him in the match before and took the belt. You know, it didn't have to be a long reign. Maybe Dean gets it back on Monday. Yeah. But uh, just to have them one-on-one and, and have that last a little longer, that would have yeah. been cool. Uh, cool that to see. Super cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, when Roman, I... I, I gasp when I saw Roman get eliminated. I was like, <gasps> like yeah. I just, I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. It was that quick because I thought, you know, you yeah. think about it, it's going to come down to those two guys, uh, Roman. Oh well, yeah, Triple yeah. I didn't see Dean in there, Dean being in there that long, but he lasted. Took some shots from Brock, but uh, he lasted. Did his thing. I yeah, mean, he hope, lasted. And that then? was after, and that was after that last man standing match too. That was. That I, was I was shocked that, was that they both came out. <laughs> I was like, wow. Alive. Oh my goodness, those spots were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so have oh, yeah. the Triple H, right? Fourteen-time champ. Fourteen uh, times was was best for business, I think, that night, yesterday, last night, made a whole lot of sense. Um, we'll see what they do tonight. By the way, breaking news, Dave. Uh, breaking news: rumor, rumors are running rampant that a major star returns to Raw tonight on the road to WrestleMania. Um, fourteen thousand, uh, fourteen hundred retweets, five hundred, fifteen hundred likes. Who could this be? Top five. I was telling Jimmy. Jimmy's broke this news news to me on Twitter. Um, it could be Rock, it could be uh, Daniel Bryan, Taker. Um, who else could it possibly? Who else could it possibly bring tonight? 
on Raw that they held back last night. I was hoping to see now, was this uh, news for uh, from the from WWE or just like a rumor site? The uh, WWE Twitter account. Wow. Huh. That's major. Major. Right? That's exciting. That's exciting. Um, By the way, don't tell because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out of dinner, so don't tell no, me. No, no. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it on watch. the watch. I'll take I'll I'll get off my phone too, so I wouldn't be able to see who it is. <laughs> Don't go on social media, dude. No, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take off my <laughs> Stay my away. I'm taking off my notifications tonight. Do not disturb. Yeah, uh, yeah. So who, who wow. do you think that who could give, give me a top five top of your head? Who who could possibly well, be? You were right. Think Taker for sure. You know, think of WrestleMania. You always have to have that Taker match. Yep, yep, yep. Um, wow. I guess, you know, Rock was rumored to be there, but, I mean, what's he going to do? There was really no um, – he's not going to wrestle, I, I heard, so uh, he's doing a movie unless that's kind of to throw us off. Um, I think Rock would be kind of like a surprise thing, uh, if anything, so I don't know about tonight. Wow. Who could be coming back? I don't know. Major star. I'm yeah. stumped on this one. Yeah, I mean Daniel Bryan could be Daniel Bryan could be Goldberg. That he it could be. I, uh, once again, Daniel Bryan was cleared by another doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah not yeah, WWE. Yeah. So right, he's right, good right. to go. But then I'm also right. hearing rumors about him uh, possibly being released soon, which I I don't yeah. see happening. There's no way right. that they can release that big ticket. Right. But uh, man, uh, that's exciting. I think tonight could be an epic Raw. I just don't know if you have AJ yeah. Styles there. Uh, maybe yeah. uh, debut AJ Styles with uh, maybe Nakamura. You know, you got those guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of Bullet Club, that would be awesome to do. Um, have AJ debut with a match, mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, potential. Uh, you got to have Sasha out there for sure. Oh yeah. Have a nice Sasha match. Maybe have Charlotte come out and you know try and interfere so, or something. Yeah. Get that feud so t- going. Tonight's role could be epic. It could be. There's uh, possibilities. You know, it's definitely has a lot of potential, and that's fun. Okay. But you know, I always, yeah, I always say, know. but WWE, yeah, but mess it up. You know, yeah, but exactly. <laughs> they always throw away that momentum. Yeah. So it's a wait and see. Who's who? I'm not mad. I didn't make the trip down to Miami. Probably could have went down there. But like you know, I'm just I'll rather stay home and watch it. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy Orlando. You know what I mean? I'm gonna yeah, enjoy it's Orlando. a lot, man. It's a lot, especially it's, it's gonna be crazy in Dallas. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas, and then um, you know, that's a full week of wrestling and all that. So it's kind of a lot. And then uh, I, the Prudential Center is payback in May. I mm. just uh just found out about that, so I'm gonna be looking out for tickets for that one since it's right there. Not not much of a traveling yeah. traveling thing, so uh, gonna keep an eye out on tickets to go on sale in February. So eh, well, we gotta nice. see, we gotta yeah, see. We'll see. Goes on, yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it now. Now that you said that, I didn't hear any rumors. Yeah, so. I just got the word from Jimmy wow. in my ear. So he said go on the WWE wow. Twitter. He showed me the tweet. So um, just text me tonight. Just say epic or All right. something really good. I'll, must do, watch. I'll give you thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just do that. So, Raw should be good. You got Raw. You got the uh, Golden State. I'm sure we're gonna be tweeting and and uh, texting with that stuff late night tonight. Yeah, about the yeah I can't wait to see that game. I'm gonna be Warriors and uh, Raw. Should be good. And uh, I'm just gonna go take a shower right now and uh, 
head out downtown Orlando, some dinner, some food. Um, just relax, man. Just, you know, take it easy. Yeah, enjoy it. It's good that it's warm there again, man. Oh, my God. Stephanie uh, was saying that, what, it was 40-something? Yeah, I was about almost 40, yeah, yeah, last night. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, was, wow, that's like, crazy. This great. This is not that bad for me. I'm just like, oh, this is a blessing because I've seen worse, especially being in Cleveland. Oh, talking about 15. You know, yeah. talking about the weather so cold to your bone. New York is not bad. I mean, if you if you if you can handle New York weather, you can handle any damn thing. I think. Yeah, that's point. true. That's definitely that true. Bad. I mean, that I was up in Oneonta. I was dealing with negative 15 on the yeah. on the daily. So <laughs> that's what I say when I uh, I'm out here in this cold. Uh, 32 degrees is is like 60 to me. Like, I feel yeah. great. Not that bad. All right, brother. So it's been a pleasure um, bringing the show to you guys again. I'll let you know when my equipment comes in. I'll say some picks, and then uh, we could work on getting some guests for Super Bowl week next week um, if I don't decide to go into San Francisco, which I'm itching to go to San Francisco nowadays because uh, my brother said I can stay at his place out there. And uh, I got some friends out there I want to see. But then again, look, nice, I did nice. San Francisco. I did San Francisco last week, last year. You know, so it's kind of like, yeah. I might just, you know, I might just hot dog and just relax. People say I don't do much, so I'm proving <laughs> once again, proving that was wrong. I'm just dabbing on them. That's all I could do. Haters, dab the haters. That's it. The haters are funny. The donks are funny. Internet wins again. The Jordan memes are ridiculous again. Yep, champs. Um, champs. I was I was waiting for him to see, I was waiting for him to do it at the when he was at the game I almost died. They showed him uh they panned off and showed him on in one of the owners boxes and oh, uh, he's watching the uh <laughs> started Oh dying. boy. <laughs> oh, man. He's there to do it live. Man. The crying face for the Cardinals live. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh well, we'll keep in touch and Yes um, sir. And uh, that's all we can do is, uh, you know, try to enjoy life, man. Try to make the best out of it. So you have a good one. The listeners have a good one as well. Don't drink and drive. Call Uber. Call yeah. a taxi. Give somebody else your keys. Learn, hey, learn you from spokesman. BY. Yeah. yeah. He'll yeah. be uh, the spokesman of this. Maybe he'll get a yeah. uh, a job with Uber. He'll be, uh, he'll be their spokesman. Yeah. Yeah, man. Enjoy the rest yeah. of your trip there, man. When are you getting back? I get back Wednesday, Wednesday night, and um, back to work Thursday, and uh, we'll we'll chat before then, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely, chat. definitely for sure. Yeah, man. So enjoy tonight, dude. Uh, I'll give you a thumbs up, thumbs down, and I'm sure we'll be yeah. talking. Yeah, definitely, man. Have a good one, guys. Don't drink and drive. Call Uber, and just <laughs> enjoy sports, man. Sports isn't life or death. Just just enjoy it, man. Don't 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 tweet things to players and their families and wish to harm and foul things. Just, it's, end of the day, we want to go home to our families. They want to go home to theirs. Not because they make a million, millions of dollars. You know, you got to be that cruel to them. They're, at the end of the day, they are human beings and it's just a game. We're all human. You know? so, yep. We're all human, man. So enjoy life. Try to make the most out of everything and uh, just appreciate those that appreciate you, man. That's all, that's all I got today. And uh, have a good one, Dave. And uh, see you when I get back. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Kev Freeman Sports yep. Talk Show. Sounds good. We're out. The first word that comes to mind is presence. 
what made him so good is just his confidence. I am the game! When Triple H is in the ring, you're captivated by him. At the close of the 90s, Triple H had ascended to the top of the WWE. And just three days into the new decade, Triple H was again champion. Triple H is the new World Wrestling Federation champion. And what a hell of a way to start off the new millennium. Alongside his wife, Stephanie, the game ushered in the McMahon-Helmsley era. And together, the billion-dollar couple ruled over WWE with an iron fist. There they are, Mr. and Mrs. McMahon-Helmsley. Not a very popular pair, to say the very least. His impressive run at the top would be cut short after a devastating quad injury. But after only eight months, Triple H triumphantly returned to win the 2002 Royal Rumble. Triple H has returned from a career-threatening injury to win the Royal Rumble. And went on to win the undisputed championship at WrestleMania 18. He got his body right, his ability to speak, his ability to carry himself like a champion. Look at the strength of Triple H. He says he's that damn good. I've got the body, I've got the ability, I've got the talent, and I've got the brains. Triple H was a huge star because of his passion. Not many people had as much passion as Triple H. And what you see in this ring before you is the greatest example of evolution you will ever see. The cerebral assassin held onto his title by assembling an elite band of superstars known as Evolution. We have all the gold, so we make all the rules. A powerful group that redefined the future of WWE. The list of people that Triple H gets to step up and gets 110% on him is a mile off. I think that's his, his biggest asset. Evolution has just passed you by. When he goes out there, you know that somebody's in trouble. He's out there, he's all business. But at the same time, he can make you laugh. Are you ready? No, I In 2006, the WWE Universe witnessed the return of one of the most controversial duos in history. The action back! We are the heartbreak kids, Shawn Michaels, the game, Triple H. We are the Generation X. He's funny. You know, when Triple H would talk, he, he would say funny things and things that were like, I don't think he's supposed to say that. D-Generation X brought me a rooster. The implication being that I love... Ah! Boy, these guys didn't just push the envelope. They ripped the envelope open and all sorts of attitude jumped out. 
the King of Kings lived up to his name throughout the new millennium, conquering all challengers and reigning over WWE. With me, there is no hype necessary. When Triple H walks through the curtains, the whole building feels it. It's an amazing thing to watch from afar. There is not a person on the face of God's green earth that can do what I do in this ring better than me. When he says he's the game, he has studied it. He has perfected it. He knows how to tell stories like no one else can. He is the game. He is Triple H. There is no more determined, no more focused athlete in the entire WWE. They call him the Cerebral Assassin for a reason. His brain encompasses sports entertainment like no other. He knows it, he feels it, he breathes it, he thinks it, he is the game. And I am that damn good! Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.